Welcome back to another episode of On the Bench with Beaks, where our biscuits are always in the basket, but we don't eat them, but we sure do like to sauce them. I am your host, Cody Beekman, and with me as always is Bryce McMillan. Hey, hello. How's it going? And we've got Nick Adams. What's up? What's up? And today's a special guest. We, uh, like uh, Bryce and I, we were actually chilling at PCL one day, and uh, here comes in, in these uh, huge Avs fans, and um, we we sat, we got sat, sat talking to him, and so we have... Uh, Jake Cohen on today. Jake, uh, say hey to everybody and kind of, you know, um, give us a rundown of, of what you're all about, bud. Yeah, sure. Um, first, thanks for having me on. I um, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally blind. i um, been a fan of hockey my whole life. Grew up with the abs. Um, 20 some odd years, 21. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, hockey's been a huge part of my life. Um, you know, grew up playing street hockey, floor hockey. Um, and then as of recent, of uh, 2016 or so, um, I came to blind hockey. Um, and we have a team here in Denver um, that I have been on for a while. Had to quit for a while because of uh, injuries, but. Um, hopefully, I'm going to be able to get back here soon. Sweet, man. Well, we're super stoked to have you on. This is going to be a great episode. So, uh, as as per usual, let's get in. Uh, let's start it out with a bit of, like, league talk here. All right, guys. So, for this this episode's league talk, I mean, we're already pretty well into the, into the playoffs. Obviously, second round now. Um, we're all on the uh, on the bench of beaks bracket challenge so i think what would be kind of cool is just uh taking a look back at our brackets our first round picks and you know seeing where we were went wrong and went right so uh without further ado let's let's get into this uh jake you had a for the first round we'll start we'll start in the western conference here you had uh had the abs and then you also uh, picked Minnesota and Calgary and Edmonton. Uh, let's uh, just go through those real quick and kind of give us a reason why you got you picked those guys. Oh man, okay. Um, so originally we thought Nashville was playing Calgary, right? And Dallas was going to play the Abs. Um, and those two matchups were flip flop. I thought Nashville was going to give the Abs a better game, but we we pulled off the sweep. Got um, those brooms out, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, and same with the Calgary uh, series. I didn't really follow that one as much, but um, I don't know what the goalie situation is there. Um, I mean, Markstrom and Ottinger, they were going right back and forth. It was yeah, a tight that, series. Yeah, I mean. yeah, so it was, you know, the, the better team won, and it was uh, it was Calgary. Really, and uh, over over the 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 St. Blues Blues in Minnesota uh, series, where uh, where did you see Minnesota get the edge over there? I mean, I hate St. Louis and Minnesota being an Avs fan. Um, so I'll talk shit at, you know about them as, as much as I can anytime I want. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it, it ended up uh, what was the game six or game seven? Yeah, uh, that one. Yeah, that one went to six. Yeah, the St. Louis and uh, Minnesota one went yeah. to six. Yeah. So I think it, you know it was a mistake getting uh, for Minnesota to get 
flurry. I thought they had good chemistry with uh, Talbot. Talbot. It was on a eight, eight or nine um, winning streak in the regular season. Yeah, this was around the time where they they signed Flurry or they traded for him. Well, yeah, that was that was pretty confused. I mean, obviously you want to have like two real solid goaltenders uh, going into the playoffs, but I mean, Tal- yeah, Talbot was playing so well. Yeah, I mean, look. I agree with what you say, but you know it. It just wasn't the right right time, and then for him to bench in the first series or first um, half of the series, rather, um, probably pissed him off. I can imagine, but for me, I just think Flurry is just a spaz. No matter where he goes, he's always going to be a spaz. To me, yeah, so. I, yeah. I mean, he he wasn't. He won a cup with uh, Pittsburgh twice. Twice. And, yeah, he did. He did. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Matt, oh, Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Matt Murray sorry, yeah. Matt Murray. I'm like, who's Ryan Murray? Um, Ryan Murray's playing defense for yeah, us right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For us. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he won, he won two cups, and then he came to Chicago, and then to, or the Vegas, and then Chicago. Um, you know, he's, he's got, a, got a target on his back for sure. Yeah. And then uh, the last one, I mean, obviously Edmonton won in LA, won, won against LA. Why did you pick Edmonton over LA? Oh, I mean, the dynamic duo of um, McDavid and Joyce uh, Joyce Um I mean, uh, kind of the same thing we got with McKinnon and uh, and uh, Rantanen, although we got more depth than, than they do. Um, yeah. L.A. almost pulled it out, too. They did, they did, but it just, I don't know, L.A. kind of was overrated, I think, this year. Overworked. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They weren't my pick, for sure, but, you know, they they, they almost pulled it off. Oh, yeah. Bryce, what do you got? All right, so, you know, initially, you know, I was pretty spot on with this one. So the Avs um, had them, you know, taking it in four against the Nashville Predators. So I was pretty stoked about that. Oh, yeah. Um, really, just because, you know, you just see Minnesota just being such, you know, kind of a young up-and-coming team with Kaprizov and some of the other, you know, guys they have on that team. And just a younger team just kind of still need to kind of grow in their hockey bodies and really understand the game a little bit more. And just, there's not enough playoff exposure for them either. Right. Um, but I look at the and the depth they have. They're just huge, huge lines, you know, big points, big goal scorers. And I just think, you know, after what happened last season with the Blues, they just kind of, I just kind of thought they would just kind of take him over too. So I, I thought for sure they'd be playing, you know, the Wild at the end of the day. Um, but hey, it's all right. We've got the Blues coming up here. So, um, and that was, uh, I mean, I think that we're going to be, you know, Okay, and then we lost the first game. They could be just fine with that one. Oh yeah. But I had that second uh, second game wrong. I should have picked the the Blues here, but I picked the Wild instead. So um, I also had uh, Calgary. I picked Calgary. Um, that was right. I got Edmonton. That was right. Um, I definitely thought though for a second that the Kings might have pulled it out. They were giving them a good push. They're giving such a good push. Oh yeah. But I, like I said, I mean, the, at the end of that series, the, the, like that game seven, LA just looked so tired. Mm-hmm. And when you look at, you know, the Oilers, you know, I just kind of feel like 
McDave is kind of like in this situation where he's been here for a while, hasn't won a cup yet, and he's kind of looking like that little poster boy of, oh, I'll get you to the playoffs, I'll get you here, but no, can't win with cup. But yeah, that's uh, well. Uh, if you want anything after that, then too bad, right? Let's see here, but yeah, other than that, um, you know, I feel like I was pretty spot on. Just besides, uh, you know, that uh, the Minnesota Blues, Minnesota and the Blues, so, right? Yeah, yeah, right. All right, Nick, what do you have for the West? Um, well, I had the abs in five over Nashville. I wasn't brave enough to pick the sweep. Um, I just thought that we were the better team overall. Obviously, we were. Um, in the Minnesota-St. Louis series, I took Minnesota in seven. Obviously, I was wrong there. Um, got the Blues. Going to beat the Blues, boys. Let's go. Um, I took the Flames in seven uh, because I didn't think Dallas was good enough to win the series. But, you know, Calgary is Calgary, so they're going to do Calgary things and go to game sevens. Right. Um, and then I took Edmonton in seven games also uh, because also, you know, they got swept in the first round last year. I wasn't super confident in them, but I didn't think the Kings were that good. And they ended up pulling through so well, they had to make it dramatic for sure absolutely i mean the one that the one that i was the so i picked the avs uh avs in six st louis in seven uh calgary in five and edmonton in, in five as well um the one i was actually worried about was that calgary dallas like you know dallas just has that uh just potential to stick around and stick around. They and just stick hang. Around. I don't know how they do it. They just hang around. They find a way to slime their way into a game seven every year. I just it's 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 ridiculous. And the next thing you know, they're moving on to the next round. I mean, obviously, us as Avs fans have witnessed yeah, that ne- before. Next thing you know, they're in the Cup Finals. And you're like, are you kidding me? I mean, let's be honest with you. We didn't even think there was a possibility of Dallas not even being in the playoffs, you know. But, I mean, obviously, Vegas took a total crap in their own hands. And, I mean, um, Vancouver just lost too many games. So, you know, I mean, that's the whole thing about the playoffs is that, you know, you get in there, you win around. It's nothing. uh, Nothing's too impossible. Right, seriously, and you know, with the Flames, just the way they played the last twenty games of the season, they're a threat to be, you know, towards the end of the season, they're starting to play good hockey right when they needed to play good hockey. Right, absolutely. I think we saw that go into the playoffs. So, I mean, it's not surprising that they beat the Stars. Yeah. But it's at the same time, it's you know, it's one of those things to where if you can keep your momentum going from regular season into the playoffs, it just proves to show like a team that stays in ocean stays in ocean, right? Right. So. Potential energy to kinetic energy. We're learning science and talking hockey today. Eh? <laughs> smart, smart podcast. Smart, around here. Yeah, well, this is the smart podcast episode. All right, so let's move on to the East. Uh, Jakers, Mark, what you had? Let's see. I got Toronto, or I had Toronto uh, in six, I believe. You had, uh, yeah, you had uh, Toronto in uh, in seven. Sup? No, six. I'm sorry. Six. I'm, six. Reading, I'm reading the wrong one. Yeah, six. And you also had uh, Florida. Yeah, I had Florida uh, in six. 
right? Or six or seven. Yeah, and then you had Boston and New York moving on. Yeah, so I got way, way wrong on Boston. Uh, I thought they were the sleeper of the the playoff. Sleeper of the East, yeah. Of the East, yeah. I mean, they kind of showed that in the in the uh, regular season, but I don't know. They just couldn't pull it off. I mean, what what surprised me is that they they pushed it to seven. They did, yeah. And I mean, their goalie situation was a little iffy because dismal to say the best. Yeah, I mean, Carolina had their troubles too right before the playoff with their goalies. Oh, and I mean, they um, and they lost uh, Ranta for a couple yeah. of games. They had to have a. Uh, uh, I, what's his name? Uh, Kachekov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kachekov. There you go. And uh, he came in and he played outstanding. Yeah, he did. He did. Even uh, even made um, good old Brad Marchand uh, take a slashing, a huge slashing penalty in that, in that <laughs> game, and then pay, yeah. pay some bucks for it later. And, and you know what? What I loved about him is that he didn't speak a lick of English. They had to have uh, Andrei Sh- uh, Sveshnikov basically translate for him during the games. Nothing, not a lick of English. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, they had to keep uh, like yelling down to Svech to uh, translate translate for old K- Kachekov. That's hilarious. Yeah. What a world, right? <laughs> Especially the scuffle with Marchant. Remember that? Oh, I yeah. guess Marchant was just like he just said. Something, so I just whacked him back. Right, yeah, <laughs> he said something to me in Russian. I didn't know what it was, and then I'm pretty sure he had no idea what I was saying. So we just slapped each other a whole bunch, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. just knew that uh, both of them were talking, mm-hmm. chirping one another. I mean, it's hockey. There's not a yeah. lot of times where like, how's yeah. your mother? Like, yeah. is how you doing? How's your day it, going? Yeah, yeah. like I, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I I hope you had good sleep last night. You know, not a lot of. Guys are saying that in scrubs and whatnot. I feel like Hauser and I was a pretty good insult in hockey. Actually, yeah, well, I mean, it, 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 it all depends on how you say it. Like, oh, how's your fucking mother tonight? Or, you know, instead of, you know, or how's like, your mom? I hope she's doing really good. Like Boston, yeah. how's your mother? How's your mother? <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So, yeah. And, um, uh, so, uh, the meaning behind, you know, Toronto, like, going on instead of Tampa Bay. Yeah, I mean, they have uh, Matthews having the career high 60 goals. Um, you know, it was it was definitely his year to, you know, he had a chip on his shoulder. Been in the playoff, or been in the season for, you know, a couple of years now, so I think he's kind of in the same position as um, Nick David, as we were talking about before, where, you know, he just Trying to prove himself, but um, what did that game go? Six? That went all the way to seven. Seven, yeah. All the way to seven. Yeah, there was a lot of seven matchups in the first round, which I was surprised. Well, five of them things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> five of them in the last two days of the of of the first series, which is ridiculous. I yeah, mean, yeah. And I, I mean, obviously, all of us know by now that that, that was at like the either tied or second most in NHL NHL playoff history. Right, right. Which was just intense. So, yeah, and I mean that's how I felt about Toronto too. Is like I really thought that this year would probably would would be the year that they kind of got over this like total joke of a you know terrible streak but I mean as we all noticed <laughs> Nick's just holding his hand to his neck <laughs> just choke choke alright Bryce what'd you, what'd you have for the uh, 
the East. Yeah, so the East, I originally had um, Florida Panthers beating the Capitals um, in six games, but it went to seven. Right. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I took uh, five. Mainly just because, you know, I, I just look at for Hagee and the pickup of Drew with Florida. And just those two guys, just by themselves, are just amazing. There's some other hot shots on that team, too. I as mean, well, Sasha Barkov, yeah, yeah. Anthony Duclair, I mean, Eggblad, Huberdu, Huberdu. But yeah, I mean, Ekblad coming back and Mackenzie Weger, yeah, Sam Bennett, uh, Brandon Montour, Mackenzie Weger, yeah, all on yeah. the back. Uh, um, I, the only thing I, I was worried about with Florida was Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bob. Bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about the actor. We'll talk about Brasky. Maybe I don't do a very good uh, Bobcat. He was, um, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how Sorry. he does it. He's just, fucking weird. Just trying Anyways, to yeah. funny there. Uh, right. Um, so for me, I just really picked Florida because you know, growing up watching them, you know. They're playing the average, like, oh, God, cool. We got Florida Panthers, big what? Like, right. the just, people just blow them off. Now now they're a really good team. I just kind of just want to kind of see how far they can go. Right. Of course, that was first, but, hey, it wouldn't be surprising if, you know, they ended up there, too. 96 really resurgent? Yeah. Would not be surprising at all. Right. Um, and then, well, funny about it is that's the last time they actually won a playoff series. It was 96. So. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, what else? I just... Ovi, Ovi's still there, but he's aging. I just kind of feel like, you know, Ovi office is getting a little cluttered around there, if you know what I'm saying. For sure. Just the paperwork up a little bit. Um, and then you look at, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs. You know, I just, we've seen the Lightning be their last two years. I really just wanted to see a change up. Right. It's a nice change up, but, you know, and I was just kind of tagging off, you know, off the Matthews thing too, just sixty plus goal season. I just thought that they were gonna take it. By the way, um, yeah, Obi will break Gretzky record. I want him uh, to. I really want him to. No doubt. He'll he'll do it. I, I, I yeah, absolutely. Someone needs to just throw Gretzky on something. Isn't Ovechkin like thirty something? He looks like he's like fifty five years old. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Like well, you know what's so weird about it is that like you know. He, for the longest time, you just see this guy's, you know, virile and in his, like in his prime, and then next thing you know, you t- you take his helmet off, all of it gray, all gray hair, yeah, it's just like out of nowhere too. It's just like yeah. last year, you like you had had full, of just you know, brown hair. Now you're freak. What 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 happened? You turned into like a silver fox out overnight. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> uh, but looking at the uh, Tempe Lightning Montreal one, I had them originally Toronto. Montreal, Montreal, and the Lightning. I had them in seven, um, but except it was uh, the, the Montreal Maple Leafs that took it over. So dang it, right? Lost on that one. Um, I picked the Carolina Hurricanes just because on based on youth, strictly youth. They're looking good. They're a hot team. Doesn't surprise me that they're where, where they're at right now. No, for sure. Um, Boston just to me is they they lost just their toughness. You, they used to be this like don't don't mess around with us. We'll beat you up and we're gonna make sure that all the time you touch the puck we're gonna smear you. They would this tough fighting team. I just kind of feel like they're just kind of aged out. Yeah. Marshawn, the whole whole works. I didn't get their goalie mm-hmm. situation on that either because. 
they get going back and forth between Allmark and Swayman. They yeah. just not, one. not capable. Uh-uh. Um, then I just had um, for the Rangers and the Penguins. I had New York Rangers in seven. Uh, was a six game series. No, seven. Uh, uh, seven. Or, or six games and winning seven, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't Pit- believe all those games sevens are so great. It's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Pittsburgh gave a, a great fight, though being on third string goalie. Down Crosby and down, um, who else went out hurt? Uh, well, I mean, um, Jari was hurt, Brandon, you played that well, game. Yeah, they're, they're on the third string goalie, but uh, Crosby went out, and I think Malcolm went out for a while too. I think, yeah, I think he's all right, um, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I thought they were gonna blow it off because it was like three, 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 I believe, on the final game, yeah. And, so, and I mean, yeah, Jari playing with a broken foot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was crazy. Louis Deming with spicy broccoli, uh, sp- spicy beef and broccoli. The w- wonderful story about that. Um, all right, man. Well, um, stay on that one more thing. Just the Penguins is just. What's gonna happen next year with their their roster is gonna be crazy. Their salary cap is. Way over. They're not going to be able to keep, you know, Latang from what it sounds like. So this is like their kind of last big shot with all their, you know, the big hot shots there. Yeah, like. pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there, there's even already been some drama about that. That they've only offered Latang and Malcolm, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm, uh, Malcolm, like um, a four-year deal and. Uh, Sidney Crosby's not happy about it. Oh, the Pittsburgh drama, isn't it lovely? Always is. It always is. All right, man. Uh, well, sweet. We've got uh, we've got Nick over here with our with the, with the, what he got as well. So, Nick, what you got, man? Uh, starting at the top, I took the uh, Florida Panthers in five. Um, I believed in the wagon a little harder, I guess. I thought the Caps were a little older than I guess they really were. A little dusty. <laughs> um, yep. Um, I took the Tampa Bay Lightning in seven because I just Toronto has showed that they can play well enough to get to a game seven. And I am going to pick against them in a game seven until they prove to me they can win one of those things. I mean, they're keeping the the dream alive. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, dropping it down to the uh, Carolina-Boston series, I took Carolina in six. Um, I thought that they were the better team overall. They were just, I just, yeah, I think that Boston's aging out a little bit. Um, you know, Bergy getting older, goalie situation there. Just th- think that this might be the uh, end of the run for them, but who knows? Right. Um, and then the team that really let me down in the playoffs, um, I had the Penguins going to the conference finals. Uh, I believe I thought that they, uh, I thought that the Crosby, Malkin, Latang. I didn't plan on Jari getting hurt. I thought that they were going to go did. on a nice little run again, but had them in six, obviously not a thing. Right. Well, yeah, for me, I had, uh, you know, I had Florida, I had Toronto. Honestly thought, you know, just out of sheer will and, I don't know, some sort of miracle they'd just beat 
Tampa, you know? Oh, I'll tell you, like, I thought, like, if any team could do it, like, this team could. Like, Austin Matthews, electric player. Mitch Marner picked his play up in the playoffs this Jumped year. Finally yeah. got a goal yeah. in the playoffs. Morgan Riley was looking incredible. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they, I mean, they have a squad. I don't want them to blow this core up. I think they just got unlucky, and they got the back-to-back defending Stanley Cup champs in the first round. This is the first year that, it, like, I think – it's okay that they lost in seven in the first round. Like last year, they choked. This year, it just they fought as hard as they could. Right, for sure. And yeah, I think I actually, for me, I, I had Carolina sweeping Boston. I, I I I just I don't know. I think Boston's good enough for a couple. Well, just, and I obviously did. I mean, they 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 pushed to the seven, and obviously Carolina can play in Boston, you know. But uh, you know, I just when I looked at that matchup, it was just like I really, I, I really honestly couldn't see Boston winning a game in that. But I mean, good on them for taking it to seven. But it was just too much. And then yeah, I had the Rangers over the uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I mean, huge fight for the uh, Rangers to come back. Down three to one in that huge. I mean, where 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 did that come from? Obviously, you know, Truba kind of taking Crosby out like midway through the uh, series might have you know <laughs> played a little bit into their no hands, Crosby in Game Six, <laughs> right? So, uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, now that we're on to the second round, we know the matchups. Obviously, it's uh, Colorado and St. Louis. We've got the Battle of Alberta, you know, Calgary, Edmonton. Uh, who's go Who's going to the Western Conference Finals, boys? Uh, let's see. I take the Avs, um, and I take the uh, who's the other matchup? Edmonton or Calgary? Calgary and Edmonton. Yeah. Um, oh man, I take probably Edmonton. All right. How good? Where, where, where are you going with Edmonton? Um, I mean they have swept uh, Nashville first round. Um, won the first round or first game in the second round. You know they're they're just gonna keep rolling through teams until somebody stops them. And uh, you know they lost their way their last game, but they'll get back on track. Why is Edmonton going to the uh, Western Conference Finals over Calgary? I mean, I, the the last games, uh, Calgary beat them like seven to three, seven to four, something like that. I can't remember. Oh, um, yeah, something horrendous. Yeah, some some crazy score like that. Eight, nine, six, actually. Nine to six. Yeah, uh, first game. That was a ridiculous first game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, I I would hope that Calgary or uh, Edmonton would want to, you know. Play better, play more defense, and Edmonton. Uh, they got to figure out a goalie, Mike Smith, or uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, or um, Miko Koskinen. Yeah, yeah. Problem is they don't have a goalie. They don't. That's <laughs> the problem, and they're they're playing without a goalie pretty much, and that's hurting them obviously. So for sure, uh, Bryce, who's going to the Western Conference Finals? I got the Abs versus the Edmonton Oilers here. Uh, Pick the Abs just because 
um, just strictly just you know their depth. They added so much over you know the the trade deadline. Um, everything they're doing right now, just I just feel like this is the year for them. So they're just gonna blow right through Edmonton. Also because you know you can't just do it with Drysaddle, can't just do it with McDavid. You know it takes a whole team. So I still feel like you know McDavid is still gonna have to earn his right next year again. For sure. So I pick the Abs. What do you got there, Nick? Uh, I got the Avs and the Flames in the Western Conference Finals. I'm going. I'm going that. I'm going with you there too. I uh, just do not think that Edmonton has a goalie. I don't think that Mike Smith is it. Um, He's definitely proved it that way. That last game. Um, yeah, I mean he let in three goals on nine shots, and then Miko Koskinen letting six goals in on. I, I 19 don't, shots, I think. It was it was a lot. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Edmonton came back and tied that game at six was bananas. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I gotta go. Uh, Abs and Flames in the Western Con- Conference Finals. Um, Edmonton. I just don't think Edmonton has the the capacity to make it past the second round. I think I just think that Jacob Markstrom is the better goalie and yeah. I'm just betting on the better goalie here. No, for sure. All right, so let's move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. All right, out of the Eastern Conference, I mean, we we've got the Battle of Florida and we got uh, Carolina and New York. Who's going to the Eastern Conference Finals there, Jake? Um I got Tampa Bay. I'm trying to remember how, how my bracket was set up, but I'm not uh, reading it. Um, yeah, originally you had Toronto that, going all the way. Well, I mean, my my picks are completely different than from what they were. Yeah, all right. <laughs> like a month ago. As of right now, who's going to the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, hmm. I mean, I think Florida just has a better team. They got the better players, better talent. Um. You know, Tampa won it twice past couple of years. Time for a new team to to take the cup. Yeah, so. they don't need to go anymore, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, so Florida, sure. and then who, uh, who with New York and Carolina? Yeah, and then uh, New York, Carolina. Um, you know that one's a toss-up for me because I, you know, I could see either team winning it. Um. Uh, if I had to pick, I'd probably go with New York. All right, so New York and Florida in, New York and in Florida. the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals. Okay. All right, Bryce, what do you got here? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and just uh, say that, you know, Tampa's going to go through. Um, I, just, I just see them, you know, they run it twice in a row. They smell blood in the water again. Uh, they've been here several times. I just feel like it's going to be Tampa on that end. Yeah, um, I mean, huge series win over Toronto, obviously. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, then for uh, between, you know, the Rangers and Carolina, I'm picking Carolina. I think you're just going to see a nice, dirty old southern rumble tumble over there for the Eastern there. Rumble tumble. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. All right, Nick, what do you got, bro? Uh, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning moving on uh, because, you know, they're the cup champs until they're not. And uh, I just, I I believe in Vasilevsky and Stamkos and all the fellas. Um, and then in the uh, other series, I got Carolina going because, to be honest, I think the Rangers are kind of bunch of fugazis <laughs> I think uh, I think that they have a talented core but I think they're 
a little bit further ahead of where they should be and that they hide behind uh, Igor. I think it's very similar to what they used to do with Hank. They just have a stud in that, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to not play defense and let our goalie make 50 saves. It'll be totally all right. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go Tampa Bay. Um, They're already up two games to nothing, and then they played in Sunrise the first two going games. Going back to Tampa, up two so zero. That's gonna be that's gonna be hard work for Florida to come back from. And as of right now, I actually had the Rangers going all the way to the finals, but I mean, you know, huge, you know, huge series win against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Down three to one, but I just you know, I think Carolina is just too tough for them to play. So I'm gonna have to say Carolina and Tampa in the Eastern Conference Finals. So um, that's about it for the bracket as of right now. Um, whoever's gonna win that coveted I, I'm smarter than on the bench with Beaks T-shirt. We don't know yet. We don't know. It's not leaving the couch, fellas. I got it. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, the uh, Kenny, actually, the signing Spock, who won last year, is actually in first place again. And he's he's a huge Tampa fan, and he, boy, does he love to rub that in. So someone's got a dethrone him for sure. But uh, I'd be happy to. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, you better uh, count on that uh, Western Conference to go far for you there, bud. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally forgot Tampa is up to nothing heading back home. Yeah. So um, I'm going to switch my pick on that one. Oh, yeah, so, so you're going uh, Tampa Bay instead, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, good thing you did it before we uh, before we switched over to the Zambonis pick. I know, I know. Oh, just in time. Yeah. Literally with like 0.9 seconds left. Some might even say 3.9 seconds left, like Tampa. <laughs> well, all right, boys. Uh, the beautiful, uh, beautiful bracket breakdown. So uh, this is a good time. Good time as any to switch it over to Dave uh, Dave Zamboni for Dave Zamboni's pick of the week. Um, you can always check out the Zambonis on Spotify and Bandcamp. Go over to Bandcamp, buy a sweet hockey rock and roll t-shirt. Support the boys. They're great guys. They play great music about just about hockey. So, Dave, take it away. Hey, Beaks. Uh, Dave Zamboni here with your Zamboni pick of the day. Today, uh, it's probably the fourth song we ever wrote. Tarkin wrote this one all by himself. He only wrote about two songs by himself, and this is one of them. It's called Shot Score. It's just uh, Tarkin loves to scream, and he, uh, I think he really nailed it here, and it's always fun to play live. Put it in the net. Oh, my God. 
All right. Thanks, Dave. As always, we love our Dave Zambonis picks of the epi. Uh, you can always check out the Zambonis on Bandcamp and Spotify. Go over there. Listen to some damn good hockey, uh, hockey rock. And, you know, throw them a couple bucks. Maybe buy a T-shirt, man. Let's do this. All right. So... Let's start the uh, second half of this episode. We're talking to Jake Cohen today. Jake, uh, once again, thank you so much for being on. We've already had such of course, a yeah, thanks for having. Me. We've already had such a great time. So let's get into you, man. Um, throw us a little background, kind of like uh, you know, um, uh, what happened to you, and kind of uh, what like how uh, how you got into hockey and what. Well, were you did you get into hockey and learn how to play it before you went blind? Yeah, um, well, I'll. I'll get into that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So before I was born, my dad put on this golf tournament two years before I was born, um, and he wanted to raise money for childhood cancer. Um, so he put it on two years before. He ran it till two thousand six, then eight. And your dad is right here, right? Yeah. Come on and say hi in the mic, so everyone hears you. Hi. <laughs> he he doesn't want to talk, but um, so he did that, um, and, and you know, eventually as it progressed, um, he got some of the Avalanche coaches, players, to uh, play in his golf tournament. Um, and when I was diagnosed with cancer, um, I was diagnosed after my first birthday. Um, he kept it going um, till like two thousand six, seven, something somewhere around there. Um, so, you know, cancer, I had cancer um, when I was one. I had shingles, and I had a stroke at two and a half. Um, so that basically just wiped out my right eye. Um, went through till probably about second grade. Uh, my retina detached on the, on the left. Um, I had emergency surgery, and then it went four years, um, and it detached again three times um, over the you know, span of probably three or four months. Wow. Um, and, you know, ever since, so it's probably about 11 or 12, 11 at that point. Um, so, you know, I had to, you know, make this journey of living without sight. Um, and, you know, I've always loved hockey. I followed the ads since I was born. Um, and, you know, once I got into uh, blind hockey, um, I was uh, at a uh, blind um, training center where they teach you how to, you know, live blind, um, cook and clean and, and travel and braille and um, technology, things like that. Um, they took us on a field trip to an ice rink and they had some of the U.S. Um, blind hockey team come and, uh, you know, show us the game. Awesome. Um, which was really awesome. So, you know, that got me, you know, I was always a hockey fan. I played, you know, before that, um, just like, you know, street hockey or floor hockey or whatever. Um, but, you know, that actually got me into playing on ice. Um, so my dad and I got involved um, with the team here in Denver. And um, we got... Um, some volunteers to you know to do that, so they paired everybody up with a volunteer. Um, all different levels of skating, hockey. Um, you know, there was little kids, there was a, you know adults, 
um, really great to see that they can bring us, you know, all together for, uh, you know, a sport that we love. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, I had to quit after a while. Um, had some injuries um, and some medical issues, but... Hopefully, I'm be able to get up back on the edge here soon. Wow. Uh, see, and uh, I got to ask, I mean, just uh, the fact that, you know, being able, like, you know, going through what you had to do, you know, like losing your sight and stuff, and, and then, like, just kind of out of nowhere, finding out that there is, you can still play the sport that you kind of love. Like, what does that kind of do just, just for you? And, like, I don't know, just maybe morale and uh, just kind of, there's, there's an extra chance for you to still, uh, like, participate in something you love so much passionate thing you love you still play yeah yeah i don't i don't really play as much anymore because i have you know back problems and i I just really can't do it um hopefully i'll be able to work up to doing it again but um until then i can you know enjoy the avalanche um this year and um hopefully we get a cup so Oh no! Yeah, well, hey, uh, you, you're preaching to the choir there, bud. Well, so back in the day when you were playing and you realized you can do this, what were your main concerns? And you know, there's obviously a lot of spatial awareness in hockey, and there's a lot of you know different sounds going on. So how do you really understand how to play the game? How do you do that? Yeah, so you know you gotta learn where you are on the on the ice, otherwise you um, run into the board, which happened many times. Um, <laughs> You know, and that's part of the game too. So you, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, it, it just you got to be real aware of where you are, and not just, I guess, maybe a blind instinct um, that I picked up over the years. Um, but it just, you know, it's normal. Uh, you know, like anybody else would would play. Um, there's like uh, we develop a puck. My father and I um, has a beeper in it. Um, so when you pull this little pin, it beeps. Um, so, you, you know, we can find it, obviously. Um, and it's not the best, because uh, when you get in the ice arena, you know, you got the echo all over the place. Oh, yeah. So to hear that, you really got to listen to where the puck is um, and, you know, kind of play with your ears um, and, and just go with it. But... Um, you know, it's just, it just a natural um, transition, I guess. Yes, um, there's a see, the feel, the smell, right? There's yeah, a yeah, yeah. Part about it, like, so when this happened, like, do you feel like hockey helped you elevate your other senses? Uh, I wouldn't say hockey by itself, um, and I, I don't really know it, it. You know, enhanced my senses at all. Um, it just I don't have that you know fifth sense to go off of, so. A more um, aware of you know everything else because I you know I got to rely on that anyways. So to bring that into you know a sport or um, something you know active, um, definitely harder. But you know you're you're able to kind of find the flow and and go with it. So in terms of you know you know playing blind, blind hockey you know is there different rules do you play the same amount of people how the rules change at all there's different versions so you know I, I was trying to get a team um, come up from El Paso um, and the way they play is a little different than what we play here in Denver um, everybody's blind on the ice um, and you gotta you know kind of call out what you're doing so people can find you 
Um, there's two teams, so, you know, red and blue team. Um, you would have to say, like, red, uh, I, don't, I don't remember, like, red passing or something like that. Um, or you found the puck, like, red found the puck or something like that. Um, and I never, you know, we never got them to come up because it was right before COVID. Um, mm. And then that, you know, shut everything down. Um, the way that we play here in Denver and the, and the, the way that the Olympics play, um, there's a little, um, I forget what they're called, like a, a roller beach. Um, so it makes noise. So yeah. it, you know, kind of rolls around. There's a fancy name for it, but I can't remember what it is. Um, so you would go by that. Um, and a lot of the, some of the players, um, do have a little bit of vision. So they're, you know, that's usually going to be the offense. Um, I think the goalie is totally blind. Um, I think they make you wear shades with that as well. Um, so it's a little different, but, you know, still both great uh, ways to, you know, play the sport, even if it's, you know, adapted a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because we uh, we had Drew Garza and Josh Schneider on, and they were talking about yeah how, how uh, you know different uh, different um, positions have different levels of uh, visibility. Right, right. So yeah, and then that that's where the dented puck comes from. Is you, you like you got the uh, water like I don't, I don't know what it's called either like washers or something. Like yeah, the, it's, the, it's some sort of like bead or balls or something. I'm not sure what what it is, but yeah. Um, do they call penalties? What kind of penalties do you guys have? You know, I don't know how they call penalties. Um, I've never been in, like, an official game. I've always done, like, you know, just kind of pick up games or whatever. Um, so I'm not sure. Um, I know they have, like, a, a couple uh, blind, I think they're, like, uh, you know, the blind hockey convention or something like that. Um, there's, like, a little tournament. Um and I'm not sure how they do that. I was supposed to go to that um, a couple of years ago and fell through. So um, never been, but uh, hopefully we'll be able to make it there one year. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and what what, what the. The thing that I love about it is, I mean, I, I feel like it just opens up so like opens up the game of hockey to so many other people, not just you know folks that are able-bodied or you know um, not uh, visibly be impaired. Impaired, yeah. Does it does it make it make you feel any better that like the game of hockey is really st- trying to become even more inclusive as as days go by? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, not not just blind hockey too. I mean, you got uh, sled hockey and. Um, uh, there was something else, uh, another kind of hot, I can't remember what the what the name of it was, but, you know, uh, a friend of mine played the sled hockey, um, so he was really into that, um, and, and, you know, just any sport in general that you can make accessible for whether it's a blind or some other disability, um, you know, you're, you're giving that uh, individual um, their life back. Because you know, there's there's not a whole lot, uh, in in my mind, there you know, before I found blind hockey, it's like I'll never play hockey again, um, until I found this and you know saw that it was possible, um, you know, to play 
without sight. Well, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of like the same feeling I had. I mean, just like, you know, going from, uh, you know, just a regular dude walking around to, you know, quadriplegic. It's, it's you know, it's it's a gigantic change of life. And uh, it's, it's well, in, in a negative aspect. And it's, you know, it can really wear on a guy. So yeah. it, it's got to, like, I mean, at least for me, I mean, even though I'm, I'm a quadriplegic and I can't exactly um, play, uh play it's just it's good to know that out there that for like people who have like a lower injury than i do that they they can still get out there and still uh you know enjoy the game of hockey yeah i mean it's definitely a adjustment for sure um you know i always wish i could play you know the normal way um or the regular way um but and i have my moments like that everybody does um but it's still, you know, once I actually am, am on the ice and able, you know, able to play, um, my mindset completely changes. So, oh, yeah. uh, that's, uh, you know, a great thing for for the disabled community. Well, yeah, and then, Jake, for, uh, you know, for a guy like me from the outside looking in kind of naive, <laughs> I uh, di- didn't even... Uh, you know, really realized the depths that uh, blind hockey went into. So, hearing, being able to hear your story from these guys and then listen to you tell it, it's uh, definitely an incredible thing that you and your dad have got going here. And you know, being able to just you know invent pucks with beepers and yep. just have enough passion for the game to still be around and want to play and want to do it. Uh, you know, I just want to commend you. And I mean, it's incredible, my man. Yeah, I mean, I. I owe a lot to my dad and my my parents um you know i got a strong team behind me um them and my siblings um and that that makes all the difference um going through this so they're you know passionate about helping me in whatever i do so you know my dad was um 100 there for the hockey puck when we developed it um and you know it it was really great to have him help me support that, um, you know, so he can he can help me as well. I uh, know. I think uh, uh, I feel like hockey players really boast that idea of being a, a tight knit community, being a family. Do you think that kind of plays into how you guys you know tackle these kind of uh, situations? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I know a lot of hockey players and coaches, and they do treat you like family. Um, and I'm you know known them a long time to be able to do that um you know call them friends and call them family um so i mean hockey brings people together you know uh families together um and it, you know it's a, a really great uh um tripping on my words sorry oh you're good, uh, no, you're good man. um you know it, it's a great uh, community to be a part of oh incredibly so well, you know, around here on the bench with Beaks, that's one of the biggest parts of our pod. We love spreading the the love of the game and the knowledge of the sport and, uh, you know, not gatekeeping and welcoming everybody. So, you know, just uh, having another, another league and another form of hockey to be able to follow and be able to watch and learn more about is just a it's an incredible thing so Absolutely. thank you for introducing us and helping us learn more jake i mean yeah, we really do appreciate it yeah thank you seriously it's, it's you know uh, no pun intended but for us it's very eye-opening to see you know you know what you've been through and 
and you're gonna hear you know how hockey's affected your life in such a good positive way you know and you know I think you're with the the right people and I think you're very knowledgeable about hockey you know I think you surprised us all just in terms of how much you had input in this podcast today so it was really awesome to hear your point of view on things like yeah I mean, hockey is such an interesting kind of thing, too, anyways. It's just, you know, it's it's hard not to, you know, to kind of throw to the wayside once it kind of yeah, touches your it's, lips. It's, you know, a lot of, it's not a popular sport, um, you know, compared to, like, football or, or basketball or whatever. Um, but once you get into it, you know, you really enjoy it. Um, you know, you're, you're in the game kind of with the players, um, in a sense. Um, when you're watching or listening to it. So, um, you know, it's a real uh, addicting um, sport to watch. Uh, it just goes right back to that camaraderie, man. You yeah. really do, like, and the 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 pros, and I mean, just like how you say, like, you've, you've been able to uh, be in touch with so many different uh, coaches and players and stuff, and, and how they, how, how you said they they really do treat you like family. It's like, it, it, you don't see that in a lot of other sports, and so... You when, don't, when no. You, when you do get these guys that, you know, you, like, a lot of people look up to who are, like, I don't know, but, uh, greater than gods in a sense, and, and you know they everybody just treats you just so just so well, and and it really does make you feel like you're so a part of something that like something bigger than just you know uh, you know a, uh, like a, a game of shinny. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, I mean the the hockey hockey players, hockey coaches, anybody. I found that they do treat you a lot better, um, and you know, no offense to any other sport, but they will take you know all the time to you know really get to know you, really make you feel good, um, and I just don't think you see that in or as much in you know other sports. I know it happens, but um, it just seems like it happens more in in hockey. Um, you know, in my opinion, at least. Uh, no, I definitely tend to agree with you. I mean, I I follow a small little uh, Twitter verse, if you will, that yeah. mostly leads around ninety percent of the hockey world, and it's you know every other day you're just seeing you know some guy pulling over, taking a picture, coming in and out of practice, signing a sign, doing doing what just a little stuff. I mean, yeah, exactly. They're always willing to go out of their way yeah. and above and beyond. So. Absolutely. So I mean, you you'd mentioned that you and your dad had actually invented a puck. Uh, were, so uh, if if you're right, I'm gonna invite him on and have uh, you guys talk about how you uh, went about doing this. Good luck getting them on here. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so remind my, my guys who you are, your name. Uh, I'm Dave Cohen, and I'm lucky to be Jake's father. Um, how did you meet Jake? No, I'm just kidding. How did I meet him? <laughs> What's up? How, how did I meet you? How did I meet you? <laughs> just really? kidding. No. no, so, um, yeah, we, uh, there were these telephone guys that were retired that did the beeping baseball. Yeah, so there's a beeping baseball league for the blind. Um, I believe they have a team here in Denver, then? Uh, yeah. So they have a team here in Denver. Um, it's like a kind of a softball. Um, and it's the same way as the puck. They, you know, you pull this pin, um, and it beeps. So we took that technology from that and kind of uh, made a puck mold, um, and they put this in a puck. Um, and we we went through different uh, trials, 
of what worked, what didn't work. Um, and I found something that, that works pretty well. So. Jake could follow this puck on the driveway. I have a video I'll show you guys afterwards. And he would do one-timers on the driveway. And he would hit tape-to-tape -tape passes. It was amazing. The problem is when we get inside the rink, it would echo it's off the, the echo, boards. Yeah. And so he would think it's one place and not another. So that's that was the downfall. But, um, you know, lots of the NHL, the Avs, we sent it over to some of the coaches and some of the players and stuff, and they were amazed by it. So, um, you know, Jake Jake really enjoyed blind hockey, and they're, they're strong here in Denver. Um, and hopefully he's had back problems. He's got rods in his back. So if he can get back on the ice, that would be great. Yeah. He, he did – the Avs did a deal where hockey's for everybody. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you about yeah. that. So the, they sent out a couple of players, so uh, Rantanen and um, Frankie, um, they opened up the – uh, Pepsi Center, or I guess Ball Arena now. The sack. Um, <laughs> right. Um, so they opened that up for all the blind people to go, uh, or blind community to go skate with the Avalanche. Um, and it was awesome. They, you know, they had all range of, uh, you know, five years old up to, you know, people in their 40s and 50s. Um, so it was awesome. So Miko was trying to give Jake a high five and <laughs> didn't realize Jake was fully blind. And so he was just standing there holding his hand up. And, and then we finally told him, you got to kind of guide us. Bro, I, gotta, don't, I don't think he uh, got what we were trying to tell he him. Got you you got you to gotta, you gotta <laughs> let him know you're there, bro. You got to let him know that you're there, bro. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, okay, so can I get the over here? But there's nobody better than the Avalanche. That, there, yeah, you know, really we we're real good friends with Pierre Lacroix when he was, uh, you know, running the Avs. Rest in peace. He, Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, he gave Jake a jersey, and I'll never forget. He said, "You guys want to meet my buddy Jake?" And he gave him a jersey when Jake was five. And five, yeah. He said, "I've never met anybody tougher." And uh, Jake still keeps in touch with Ian Laperriere and Tony Granado and. Uh, Joel Quinville, all those guys. So they do, 15 years later, they're still texting Jake to see how he's doing. Well, Jake and so. Dave, that's something I wanted to ask you. We kind of answered the question already. Is you already have very strong roots here within the Colorado hockey community. Absolutely. Um, whether it's, you know, media or, you know, just doing well in the community and youth hockey, I think what you've been doing is so awesome here. And, um, you know, what what is a really awesome way for, you know, our listeners to get a hold of you guys if they have questions or want to... You know, maybe do something with you guys. You know, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Social media? Yeah, like uh, they can get me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, at Jake Cohen Music. Um, whatever, you know, they want questions about the blind, uh, about the hockey league, whatever. Um, I'm happy to answer any questions that they may have. Yeah, Jake's quite the musician, too. He plays guitar, keyboard, and drums. And oh, yeah. Talk, uh, so do you record? <laughs> what, like, what's... Uh, yeah, so um, I'm trying to record right now, but it's a lot harder than I thought it'd be. Um, but I've been playing for about 10 years. Um, Wait, bit, and you're in a band? I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm in the band, like my dad said. Um, and it was right before I uh, lost my sight. I, you know, I kind of played around um, with the guitar because my friend was playing at the time. Um, and then when I lost my sight, it really became like an outlet for me, um, you know, after I completely lost my sight. So 
music has been a passion of mine as well. Oh man, that's awesome! So uh, you can also uh, hear your hear your music as well. Uh, I don't have anything out at the moment. I'm working on it, um, but I put little uh, clips up every now and then on my Instagram, um, so you can check it out there. Right, what's your email? Throw out an email too, just in case. Email. Uh, Jake Cohen Music at gmail.com see that's awesome see and, and and that's the thing too like it's it's another outlet i mean just as hockey is would, yeah you know what I'm yeah um, you know since i can't play hockey anymore um or or for the moment you know music is my um front you know uh passion so you know it's it's music is so amazing too like hockey it, it brings people together um you know it, it's a universal language um, so everybody can can you know, feel good from that. it. So um, it's it's amazing. I do. I love how you. I really do love how you, my brother's a musician, so he says the same thing all the time. He yeah. just goes, "You don't see music, you feel it. You hear it, you get a vibe." Right. And that's right. and that's something that I think you know. I think you take good advantage of is you know finding that niche. Absolutely. When you don't have hockey around. So. Dude, absolutely. Well, boys, thank you guys so much for coming on and talking with us today. This has been so awesome. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, it's been cool. Yeah, because this is this was really cool. Because yeah, I think uh, we were just we were hanging out at uh, you know just PCL and uh, uh, hear, hear these guys come in. Uh, well, uh, here, what is PCL? Where's it at? Park Center Lounge. Park I mean, Center Some diving bar. Yeah. You know? uh, so, so, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. yeah. So the the owner. Or I guess the uh, owner's father used to own that, um, and his kid used to babysit me and my sisters when we were younger. Um, so now I can go in there, and you know I've, I've grown up there basically. Um, so we're there all the time. Yeah, not a not a not the six year old kid anymore, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how that works. Um, no, I mean, he went a, from a bottle uh, to a beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, we we met you, Cody, because I was inspired by. I just looked over at your table and I saw how positive you were and and the team you had around you, and that's what we try to build around Jake. And so it was a natural fit to to get to meet you guys. And and uh, you know, I was wearing an Avalanche hat, and we're we're real passionate. This is. We definitely think the Avs will win the cup this year. <laughs> we were all wearing Avalanche gear. Yeah. <laughs> so we think we're the table going, hey, they're Avs fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just uh, yeah, just purely struck up a conversation. We finally and we got to actually have you guys over to the laboratory, have a real good conversation, find find a little bit more about what you guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, before we uh, before we say goodbye, uh, Jake, Dave, you guys want to send any like shout outs or thank anything? Thank yous or you know some cute chicks you want to say hey to. <laughs> um. So I mean, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better. Troy, you stay married. <laughs> yeah, twenty-seven years. So you're, you're lucky to yeah. get that far. Um, yeah, I mean, the, uh, nobody in particular. I mean, just the whole hockey community, um, you know, and the blind community for uh, um, setting this up. You know, setting up the league. How and, about Peter? And uh, yeah, I mean, Peter um, McNabb, Mark Moser. I mean, there's so many people I could I could mention, but um, I, you know I don't want to ramble on. So, um, so yeah. But you know, thanks again for having uh, us on on the show. So appreciate it. Well, yeah, and uh, check out uh, at Jake Cohen Music right on Twitter. 
Yeah, Twitter and, and, and uh, Instagram. Instagram, same name. And then, yeah, uh, if anytime you got any questions or you want to hear some of his jams, just hit him up on Twitter and Instagram. Um, thank you always, well, to Jake and Dave uh, for hopping on. And um, thank you to Dog Nation, Hockey Foundation, My Beer Nation. And um, always thank you to Dave Zamboni for our wondrous Zamboni's picks. Uh, boys, you got any uh, any uh, thank yous or shout outs you want to send out to the, this episode? Uh, d- just to you fellas, it's been we're 80 episodes into this, just about now. Just about, yeah. Um, so. Everything's been so smooth. So thankful for you boys, my family, my girlfriend, and uh, of course Aww. we have our guest right here, a beautiful guest. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just uh, thankful, Thank you, Thank you. thankful for you boys, thankful for 79 episodes of this stuff, and uh, see y'all next time. For real. So uh, you can always catch on the Bench of Beaks uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can always stream us on. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, CastBox, Verbal, Reason, Pocket Casks, and now Facebook. So check that out. And also, uh, don't forget to check out our uh, our monthly collaborations with Between the Pipes podcast, The Stick and Pucks. Those are always going really good. We're having fun bucks. with those. Just kidding. It's for free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to get into The Stick and Pucks, five bucks. Uh, anyways. Uh, so yeah, uh, thank you everybody for always listening. Thank you, uh, Jake. Thank you, Dave. Uh, thanks, boys. And um, until next time, uh, V Horsh. Salute. Ciao. Let's try the damn thing. See what happens.